You are my favorite person to mess with. Look, and another thing. <laughs> that's the show that we're doing right now. Oh, is it? Yeah. This is it. Yeah. The, uh, okay. the, right. the off-week Debates on Tap deep dive. Right. That we do here at the Debates Network. Where we... <laughs> what, what tagline did we say last time? Oh, we drink, boy. We talk, we talk, we talk, we agree. And you win. And, and you win. Yeah, you win. You're that's the listener what it is. Win. Because you'll get informed and annoyed, probably. I would imagine. <laughs> you will be spoken at by us. <laughs> the three nerds. Right. Because we love to hear ourselves talk. Your I do. sixth most favorite podcast hosts. <laughs> I would say eight. Dude, I talked to Rick... Last week, Jocelyn. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, he told me that on any extended drive, this is the podcast he like goes to because he just feels like he's sitting in a bar with us. Yeah, basically. which is how this podcast yeah. was designed. I was like, "That's awesome! I, I love that. That is great." It's a bummer that he only goes on one extended drive a year. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna do uh, some deep dives into stuff we talked about. Oh boy. See, we're an episode behind technically, but not really. I mean, whatever. We're, just we're listen okay. to what we talk about. Because <laughs> this is based off, yeah, the last podcast we just did. Yeah, yeah. But some of this stuff is from two podcasts ago. But we're not going to do that. We're not going to do super. Yeah, yeah. We'll catch up. <laughs> we'll catch up. You'll catch up. And then we'll mustard. Nice. I like it. <laughs> so you guys just saw uh, Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is recorded on opening week. Yes. Uh, so you right. guys saw it opening night. Yes, Molly yeah. and I went into the seven o'clock show Thursday night to go see it. Yep, and it was a sold out packed. I think it's already like for the first two three days, it's already has a biggest opening, like a huge opening. So all those neckbeards who hated women, keep on hating them. <laughs> I will. I we went to Metallica, so my crowd quota was full up. <laughs> oh yeah, but Vargas has some stuff you were telling me you want to talk. Yeah, about. Yeah. Okay. So yes, about Sinbad. <laughs> Now that I remember that's the name, call, that's a call the back. joke is funnier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there are a lot of people out there that I'm sure maybe are <laughs> confused by why Brie Larson is called Captain Marvel and Zachary Levi is not. Why my, he's my called mother. <laughs> right, Brendan's mom. So, listen up. <laughs> because her, her whole reasoning was because... There's a cap. There's a Captain Marvel Shazam show back in the day in yes, the 70s. There was, uh, and she was like, "Wasn't his name Captain Marvel?" I was like, well, "Yeah." So why is this movie Captain Marvel? Right. Okay. So <laughs> was there a, the, real quick before you dive into the whole thing? Yeah. Was is there is there or was there a Captain Marvel? Isn't that a thing? Yeah, Captain Marvel was Marvel's Captain Marvel's real name. Yeah, the rig- like the original Marvels yeah. Captain Marvel. Yeah, his name his was name Mar-Vel. is Marvel. His alien Mar- alien named, named Marvel. M A R apostrophe V E L L. They make a really funny joke about that. In the they movie. do. It's really yeah. good. Okay, I'm I'm up to speed. Yeah. So strap your nerd hat on. Let's go. <laughs> so here's the deal with Shazam versus Captain Marvel versus Marvel Comics Captain Marvel. Right. Okay. So. In the 1940s, Fawcett Comics printed a character and a comic book named Captain Marvel. That's Billy Batson as Captain Marvel. Yes. They printed all these Marvel families, titles. So and they, this is while Marvel is a company or before? No, that was that, that would be Timely Comics. But okay. DC was around. Captain Marvel actually outsold Superman in the 1940s. Right, yeah. It was huge. It was a huge thing. And that and that that is based that's the character that has the giant 
lightning, uh, lightning bolt. bolt on his chest, wears like a tiny white cape, yep. things like that. He says Shazam, and he gets the powers of the strength of Hercules and the speed of Achilles and yeah. all the whatever the friggin' Aries yeah, and so- letters Socrates stand for stuff. And... Anyway. <laughs> he gets the thinking power of, so- of Socrates. <laughs> I could think of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, he gets the wisdom of Solomon. Yeah, but, but oh, at, Shazam is a... Is an acronym. Acronym for uh, all the all, all like the the gods he gets the powers yeah. from. Yeah, that's a cool. That's cool. Yeah, except it doesn't make sense because Solomon is not a god. But anyway, yep. <laughs> figures, popular pop figures pop, of the of Bible, Greek mythology, Greek a, mythology. He gets a lot of superpowers from pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> he can text so well. Yeah, the hips of Shakira. <laughs> Those bitches don't love. That's, that's it. The the boyfriend breaking up ability of Taylor Swift. The oh my There's god, no we're gonna, in Shazam. No, we're gonna make our own superhero. I think that sounds like a great idea. Anyway, so Shazam. So Shazam, right? So in the forties, we got Captain Marvel published by Fawcett Comics, not DC. Yep. In nineteen fifty three, Fawcett Comics stopped publishing Captain Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. Thirteen years after it came out, they stopped. Well, ish. ish. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so after that happened, Fawcett Comics went out of business. DC bought ca- the rights to Captain Marvel from them. Okay. And in the meantime, between 1950 and 1973, Marvel Comics mm-hmm. created their own character named Captain Marvel because no one was printing a comic called Captain, Captain Marvel. Mar- Marvel went, hey, we could have a superhero with Marvel in with the name. Marvel yeah, it also, the name. yeah, it makes more sense than DC printing exactly. Captain Marvel. So right. Marvel printed all these Captain Marvel comics. DC owned the rights to the character called Captain Marvel. You can see where this is going. D- uh, I'm on the edge <laughs> of my seat. DC started publishing Captain Marvel comics right. again, sued Marvel, and here's where people get confused. DC sued Marvel, not the other way around. Yeah. A lot of people think Marvel Comics sued DC because their name was Marvel. No, it's not how it happened. DC sued Marvel and said, you're using our character's name. And Marvel said, no, we, we're the ones that own the copyright. Oh, yeah. We yeah. copyrighted this comic as a comic title. Mm-hmm. So the court said, yeah, you've got it. So DC changed the name of the comic initially from Captain Marvel to Shazam. Mm-hmm. So for a while, between 1973 and 1987, when was, when was Crisis? Whatever. This is the deep dive that people come <laughs> here for. I know. So between 1973 and whenever um, Crisis on Infinite Earths happened, you had a comic book called Shazam starring a character called Captain Marvel. Yes, yes. And then after that, when they reintroduced... Shazam, they called the character Shazam. Yeah, he was rebranded after Crisis. I'm pretty sure it was after Crisis on Infinite As he was just Shazam from then on out. And that's where Shaq and Sinbad (laughs) come in. Yep. Anyway. That's it. Uh, First first kid. But Carol Danvers, she didn't come around until like... Do you remember when her when they reinvented Captain Marvel as Carol Danvers? Do you remember that? Yeah, Avenging Spider-Man number nine is the comic book. Guys... (laughs) No, no, I want people to know this, that there's not a Google machine, a phone. There's nothing in front of Argus. That's what, just, what year What year was that? Uh, 2005. Yeah, I so think. fairly recent whenever Carol, like the, the female damn. superhero. But, it, but again, but again, like so Captain you're Marvel impressive. You are impressive. As a person. Take your pants off. Get it out of here. But, get but the again, hog out of here. Captain Marvel. Com- <laughs> Marvel Comics Captain Marvel yes. has been around 
since the 70s, right. something along those lines. Um, Two very different characters. Totally different yeah. characters. And this, this is not even diving into the two or three Captain Marvels that Marvel Comics has. Right, right, Because, right. again, they had Captain Marvel, who was mm-hmm. a Kree soldier, and right. he went by Captain Marvel, and then he yeah. got, he, he trained Carol Danvers, who was Miss Marvel. Right, as right, right. Whatever. So, yeah, if you want to go out there, if you can find an Avenging Spider-Man number nine, oh, they're shit. not worth anything, <laughs> go ahead, mail it, it to be. me. Yeah, send it yeah, to yeah. No, no, no. They're I'm not, trying to... They're not worth anything. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing the Steve Brule wink. Yeah. Well, I was, I was just going to say they might be worth like 20 bucks after this movie comes out. So you'll pay them $20. I'll give you $20 them. for yeah, yeah. Captain Marvel. To debates on tap, care of. Yeah. Avenging Spider-Man number nine. So, yeah. So yeah. that's the difference if anyone is even cares or, you know, fast forward. I guess, right. I, guess yeah. I didn't know that they were. I wasn't alive in the 70s when that show was what? out. What? Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm not 94, <laughs> but I didn't know that that yeah I didn't know that people were confused because I guess I I've always oh, just known Shazam well, yeah and, mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. Uh, because the original show was I think called was it called Shazam or Captain Marvel I'm sure yeah. it was called Captain Marvel yeah because that's what my mom she remembers that show Billy Batson yeah. and like Captain Marvel who produced do you know who like what company produced it because did they produce anything. it in the name oh, of DC or, or Marvel it well, was they, one of the shows it, have to be it DC. was funny because yeah. in, in the show because I, I remember the show. Uh, Billy Batson was like a teenager driving a van around or like uh, whoever his <laughs> it was like Zeus or something like that was like driving the van around no, Shazam Shazam the wizard Shazam wizard yeah. Shazam I'm sorry and he would drive the van around and then <laughs> they would fight crime Billy together. Batson would be the hero yeah. oh my god it was it's amazing it's like the Incredible Hulk show with uh, Lou Ferrigno but but with a teenager with the teenager Did I forget how twi- the MCU already happened because they had Thor they had the Hulk. They had all these fucking people yeah, in the Thor, 70s. Thor and Iron Man both yeah. appeared on the Incredible Hulk TV show. Yeah. Don't yeah. watch it. No, no. no. It's so bad. <laughs> I mean, watch it, but well, get high or drink a lot before. Iron right. Man looks like a man in a bullet suit. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> if you made a costume to be a bullet for <laughs> Halloween, that's the Iron Man suit. And, the, oh, and yeah. the, your hammer was a higher that you got at Walmart yeah. with a higher quality <laughs> hammer than what they use in the show. Exactly. But yeah. But uh but yeah, we've talked to Cap- Captain Marvel last week. It's a phenomenal movie. Yeah. The early word on Shazam is that it's a lot it's another like big fun movie for DC. I'm I sure watched it an is. I watched an interview with Zachary Levi. Dude, he, he's he was such a genuine he's funny dude. Great. He was talking about how kind of what you said mm. on how uh Captain Marvel is just he- like headstrong ready she wants to do right. this. He was talking about like imagine when you were 13, 14 years old, and if you got superpowers, you would be all for fighting right, crime. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's like, this character dives head into that stuff. So right. it's like more of the similarities, I guess, that people are talking about. But like they're both like they they don't have the should I do this complex. They're both like let's fucking yeah. do this. I'm gonna I I love like there's a funny scene. I'm assuming when it, when he first gets his powers. Where he goes to a liquor store and just yeah. buy alcohol, yeah, yeah, because he, he is like I'm an adult now. Beer, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your finest beer. Uh, but no, yeah, Zachary Levi, the the show Chuck that Zachary Levi like, blew show. up on uh, that show. Well, I was so... gonna say I don't know why people are like oh, I don't know about this Zachary Levi no. guy. It's like watch did you Chuck? watch Chuck? Like, yeah, it's hilarious. But yeah, yeah, I think he does voiceover work too. I'm not sure. A lot of voiceover work, and he took over. He was the original. Like he. I can't remember how in the Marvel Cinematic Universe it, it happened, but he He's took fa- uh, Fandro. He yeah. took over for the dude in the in Thor: The Dark oh, World yeah. as Fandro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then immediately died in Thor: Ragnarok, yep. like in the first ten. That minutes. was to Spoiler me. Thing. Yeah, to me, that's a 
this will kind of segue too. I kind of wanted to see, I don't not an origin story, but just a side story of those. Uh, oh, tell yeah. me a Lady Sith and the Warriors three movie. Sorry, movie. everybody. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Look at that spike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My knee hit the table, which is attached directly to the microphone, I guess. A, put, <laughs> watch that timestamp. We might open a warning on that. Well, I'll, yeah. But I'll, I'll cut it out. Lady I'll Sif. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, imagine yeah. a, a Lady Sif and the Warriors 3 series. It'd be so much fun. Because, like, Lady Sif drives the van and the Warriors <laughs> I'd watch well, it. Well, because Disney's doing the Loki animated show, the Scarlet Witch animated show, like the Lady Sif and the Warriors 3 would be such would be a so fun cool, fucking show. Yeah. Just traveling over the cosmic galaxy, like just fighting whatever they can. Yeah, like, team up with Silver Surfer, team oh up with, gosh, yeah. you know, fight the Annihilation Wave. I think it'd be a Fuck blast. yeah, let's get weird. Also, I think a lot of people, a lot more people than originally thought were gonna are gonna are going to subscribe to Disney Plus. I think I think more people than yeah. They announced that the entire the Disney entire movie back catalog. All of it. We can watch Bambi and All Cry together. Yeah. Uh, excuse you, Fox and the Hound. Oh, oh Jesus starring Fuck me. Snake Plissken himself, <laughs> Kurt Russell. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. It's. I think. You know. I think people bitch about it. They're like, I don't want to pay for for five services that all stream stuff. But it's Man. like if you're paying, let's say, thirty five, forty bucks for those five services total. And instead of your cable package that you watch Ooh, yeah. four channels on for bas- fifty dollars, basically just watch football and some baseball. Yeah, on. yeah fuck like, off. Of know. course you're gonna pay for that. Like, yeah, it has shit you want. And also, if you don't want to pay for it, don't pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's fine. You don't have to it's worry. It's still about gonna it. make money. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that, I, so I was gonna. This segues into speaking uh, on our one of our recent episodes two episodes of debates on tap ago we talked about goku versus superman yeah. and how that could easily be a straight to dvd picture and people would watch like animated feature oh yeah well yeah. uh dragon ball return of broly or whatever the hell the new, the new yeah. dragon ball movie is like the highest grossing mm-hmm. a- anime of all time right, right, right. In one and whatever. yeah and i was telling brendan dc and Dragon Ball. I don't know who fucking makes it. Uh, DC and Dragon Ball. Those companies would would they would want both their people to mm-hmm. win, so it would end up being those two characters versus someone else after they right. couldn't be. You know, yeah. So Cell would team up with yeah, Dark, Dark Side, yeah, yeah. Alex Luthor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's so, exactly how it would go. So well, I was gonna say I would like I said I would love to I would actually watch that movie. It'd be fun. Uh, a lot of people would, in, would enjoy it. But what what is an IP that you two would mm. enjoy seeing either on film or a series of some kind. Like what, like what team up, not even team up, just, just any, a any, any type of IP. Yeah. Anything. Oh, 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 oh yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Vargas, you go first. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was just looking at me. I'll go or um, I can go. Well, okay. So I'm going to only because you said this, I'm going to point out just a couple of crossover IPs in comic book form that are currently running or recently have run. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, people say that's did, phenomenal. It is. They did two six-part comic book series, yeah. written written by top art top people. Yeah. Anyway, those are super fun. Um, Army of Darkness Bubba Hotep <laughs> yeah. is running right now from Dynamite <laughs> Entertainment, and it is a blast. Yeah. It's so oh, good. Yeah. Uh, and what was the other one I was going to say? Oh, um, you guys know the the video game Injustice. Yeah. Yep. Okay. DC is doing an oh, Injustice yeah. Masters of the Universe crossover oh right now. That's 
Where's I've heard the Injustice comic book that came out, like the series that came out oh, after the game, so was good. phenomenal. Yeah, yeah it was it's really good. So good. Well, they, the idea behind that game, the, the the quote unquote story in a fighting game, whatever, is actually like super intriguing. Oh, the alternate universe. Yeah. That that comic book series has been running since the first game came no out. No so shit. They came out like, a few years ago. They're on yeah. like year six right now. Plus the crossover. That's awesome. So they, they yeah, it's a it's a franchise in its own right. Um, so what? So what? specifically film or TV or animated series, would you want to see like a live action no, or, no, or no, just no, a no, big no. screen? No, no. What, IP, that. So yeah. what, what, what comic book, video game, novel, oh, okay. anything that, that you would, would want to see in a series or live action? Mm-hmm. Well, Brian wants me to say Moon Knight. Cause no, that's I don't know. No, that's <laughs> just <laughs> literally the word he yeah, said I mean, this it, morning. It is like, <laughs> that's just what makes me, what made me think of this. Cause I know you love that character. Man, it, it would be, if you, if Marvel did it right, yeah, you could make it a movie. You could make tell, it a tell series. Who, you could, who Moon Knight is. So I'll do it. Cause, cause he described it the best that in the shortest amount of time. Schizophrenic. Batman. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah that's, that's such a good one. He's Batman with dissociative identity disorder. Yeah. He's a combat vet that has three other, possibly four other identities yeah. Yeah. in his own head. Um, but didn't you say there was an arc where he would he thought he was like Wolverine and he yeah. thought he was yeah. His personalities <laughs> become Spider Man, Wolverine, and Captain America. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Moon Knight w- would be so cool. Uh if they did it right, you know, if mm-hmm. they got the right people and yeah. they did all this kind of stuff. Um, so whatever, a short condensed version. Moon Knight was a mercenary. He was a, a super bad guy. He got killed in Egypt and resurrected by the Egyptian god of the moon and travelers of the night, Khonshu. Mm-hmm. And Khonshu said, I'll bring you back to life if you become my avatar. So Ooh, yeah. Moon Knight may or may not have superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> granted by it because again it's like did he actually get resurrected yeah, by this yeah. god or is he just now insane, An insane person yeah um, yeah you don't have to choose moon knight i was just that was my leaping off point. It, it would be so freaking it would be cool. awesome it it, would, and they, they've been talking like something like that has been in the works for they've been they hinted yeah. that moon knight would could become a show With series as like successful that. as deadpool is i feel like moon knight would oh be oh my gosh it'd be so much and fun. and happy the show on sci-fi. Oh man, yeah. with that yeah. dude being insane Maloney, and yeah. how good that is. Well, if you but, got the right character, but that's the thing is, I think uh, you can't do Moon Knight like that. You can't do it as a funny haha. No, no, I didn't mean. I didn't mean yeah. that. No, I just meant. But I, that's my concern is that they would go down that route where he's like talking to himself and like. Yeah, but that's not. That would not succeed as a Moon Knight movie because oh, yeah. sure, you know sure, sure. like. His personalities more help him like blend into situations. So mm-hmm. he switches a personality and becomes a cab driver. And that's how he gets all of his like, you know how uh, Daredevil's a lawyer. So that's how he kind of learns about, about bad guys. Yeah. Like who's getting off. Moon Knight does that because he's a cab driver. So he mm-hmm. drives around all these mafiosos. Oh, hears them talking yeah. about his bosses. Mm-hmm. Switches back to his Moon Knight personality and goes kick their ass. <laughs> like, Yeah. they could. I mean, they could do that. They could, yeah, yeah. They do that. So is that? Yeah, Moon Knight would be yeah. great. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> is there anything else that Brian didn't force you to say? Yeah, <laughs> I'll put the gun down. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You go, and I'll think about it. <laughs> uh, since I'm thinking about it, and since I've been playing it and thinking uh, Metro, the Metro series, mm. I would love to see in like some type of like TV series, some type of medium. Well, and going back, did you ever play Stalker video game? Yeah, series? the same team that made the Stalker <laughs> series. Of Chernobyl, yeah. Um, basically, um, I, and I'm actually I've played all the games. I'm currently in the middle of Metro Exodus, the newest game, uh, and I've never read the books. But I, I recently oh. went out and bought all the three books that it's based on. 
essentially, the series is based on in, uh, in 2013, nuclear war broke out and the people of Moscow and Russia rushed and went into the subway systems. And it's them, basically, it takes place 30 years in 2033. That's where the story, the first game book picks up. Uh, you're Artyom, and uh, you're a Russian like soldier in the, in the subway systems, and you get caught up in all kinds of amazing, intense, scary adventures. And uh, it, it's phenomenal. So it's basically this hardline look at uh, how life has thrived in the, in the subway systems of Moscow, but also all the mutated creatures, all the, how unsafe the, the surface world is and everything like that. And I think it would be a phenomenal, like probably TV series, like a series of some kind. Um, but yeah, I mean, all those bo- all the games have been phenomenal. I was telling Brian, it's basically like a survival horror, horror first person shooter type of game yeah. where it's all about your, your supplies, the enemies sneaking through and killing things and everything like that. And one of, one so of the coolest mechanics I think that Metro had as a series, I guess I don't know if it's like this in mm-hmm. Nexus, um, the best bullets you can get in the game, the gold function yeah. as money. Yeah. You so can, you can either use them as, uh, uh, yeah, like you can buy things at, at the hub worlds yeah. or you can put them in your guns and they become like yeah. ultra killers. They're super basically. bullets. Yeah. Cause and they're, they're awesome. like pre-war military bullets. Yep. They're, ac- they're actual bullets that they, they have not made in yeah, down repacked in or yeah. whatever. Because I just thought that was so cool because yeah. it makes so much sense. It's like, right. obviously these bullets would be, you know, it's like bottle caps and in, in fallout. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, it's you know a thing that people had around, but these are like yeah. obviously they have worth because they can kill the mutants right. the best. Yeah, and <laughs> and yeah, that that's it's a phenomenal aspect to look at the game in Metro Exodus. That's not a thing anymore because the 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 storyline of Exodus is basically you know they've been told for years that any t- like the surface world is gone bad. You have yeah. to wear a gas mask and run essentially to survive, but they take a train outside of Moscow and realize, oh, Moscow like. That we were lied to our whole lives that everything is fine God, on the that's outside. Awesome. World. God, I gotta play. And that. so that's why I was telling Brian is that the first two games, twenty thirty three and uh, Last Light, are very intense subway so dungeon crawl, yeah. like almost like you're in a dungeon. And it's so intense, so much fun. And I, I was telling Brian that like in uh, Metro Exodus, there's from what I've heard and so far what I've seen, there's two major like open worlds that are still cool. inhabited by bandits and like mutated yeah. creatures and things like that. And have missions and fun things to explore, but that you're also like it, it'll you know you go to do a mission and it's like oh there's this like train camp that you have to sneak through and like do the old metro stuff in and they've added in a very light combat uh, I'm sorry light uh, crafting system oh, sure. to the game and it's so much fun it's so phenomenal I will say my only complaint even back in the other two games and and even in this game it's very hamstrung is that you as the player character, Artyom, never speaks unless in the loading screens yeah. you, you read his journal. Um, but there's so many times, in, in even in Metro Exodus, specifically in Metro Exodus, the newest game, where if he could just talk, it would make so much more sense. It'd be so much more immersive. But uh, but it's a very much, it's a choice by the developers. And it, it still works. It's still fine. But I think it'd be better if you could actually hear him speak and talk back to people. Well, and I'll say this too. First of all, um, I played... Uh, 2033 and Last Light. Yeah. And the t- the big twist that happens in 2033, yeah. I think you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about, would blow people's minds yeah. out their buttholes. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it... Because there's so much leading up to it. Yeah, you're, you're told, you're told that this specific all. group is very dangerous and very bad and everything like that. And then as the game progresses, you realize, 
well, maybe, right. <laughs> you know, and, and there's, there's, and I love the Metro games for many reasons, but I also love how uh, they also have a, like a morality system where you can get different, a good ending, bad ending in 2033. And then in last light, it expands on that more. Yeah. And then from what I've heard in Exodus, it expands on that even, even more because you can very much just be the guy who just goes in and murders everyone. Or you can be the guy who goes in and as soon as like in Exodus, it's amazing because one of the first areas I was in was like this dilapidated church where uh, technology was the sin and this preacher was railing against yeah. it. And you rescue these people and as you go back, they call in reinforcements. And as soon as you like, something goes wrong because I try to stealth through it and then like I got cocky and whatever. You you start, you I murdered one person and everyone dropped their shitty makeshift pipe guns and surrendered to me. And it gives you the choice like, do you continue just yeah. to go through and murder everyone or do you just leave? Yeah, and you murdered everyone. I, <laughs> but like even even the people you're and again, this is where I think the newest game would be even better is that if Artyom could like, you know, speak to those people or like as after you do something like that, your your compatriot, like people you're traveling with, they respond to that stuff. Yeah. And they will very much say, like, thank God you didn't do that, or thank God right. you didn't like blah blah blah. Or like, Artyom, how could you like why would you do that? You know? And it's it's phenomenal. Like it's it's very interesting. So going back to the original point, Denis Villeneuve <laughs> with a Metrodis uh, series. That's what I'm oh saying. Oh my god, it was like, so good. I think yeah. I said it when Blade Runner came out. Yeah. Or you know when uh, give it to Alex Garland. Dude, you know, after yeah. uh, so Annihilation good. came out, it's mm-hmm. like I want to see those dudes given a world that is completely destroyed, Just and go. I want to see them yeah. remake it. Yeah, in, you know, because you could make the Metro like series or TV, sh- like movies, whatever, very intense, yeah. very insane. Yeah. Like it, it would be phenomenal. But what about you, bro, guy? Uh, I mean, this will not come as no surprise to you guys, but it would definitely be the Drizzt series oh, of novels yeah. by R.A. Salvatore. Drizzt, Forgotten Ooh. Realms. Yeah, it takes place in the Forgotten Realms, uh, which is a a realm uh, slash world of the D and D universe. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> And it has uh, uh, dwarves and uh, <laughs> dwarves in <laughs> dwarves in drunkenness. Yeah, is right. what it is. Yeah, is yeah. What it is? <laughs> no, um, but it's he it, he created one of the most popular characters in D anD D culture. A lot of people who back in like the eighties. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah. This yeah, came those out. Those books the, came out the, so long ago. Technically, in the the main series, it was four, five, and six. Right. Uh, he and started he went back and did a prequel, which crap. is what I started with. Oh my it's, gosh! That, uh, and you bought me that prequel, the three books, and it's so they're so good. good. Yeah. He does such a great job about world setting. He's real famous for his combat scenes. Uh, it's so detailed, but it reads so easily. Oh yeah. Um, but what a dork! Why do you know so much about this small piece of? <laughs> He, uh, but the, the character Drizzt is a uh, he's a dark elf and it's I mean the whole thing is symbolism for racism um, oh. Oh. but it, it also has one especially which is very pertinent nowadays when you get in later in the series has one of the uh, one of the strongest female characters that I've seen um and she like falls in love with this fucking idiot barbarian but he's she's always saving like most of the people um but <laughs> most of them most of the party like but it's a very classic like when you think D&D it's a group of people going on adventures and Dwarves, that's barbarians, exactly dark elves, high yeah. what this is lord of the rings stuff it is but it it gets a little bit dark and and, a, and it does he does such a good job dealing with the actual like metaphors for racism mm-hmm. at the end of yeah, the yeah so there's a lot of like 
brown gnomes that sell tortillas. Yeah, because okay. real fast, explain like what the difference between like a dark elf and then a real. Like a dark an elf. elf lives underground and is considered evil by right. everyone in the mm-hmm. world. They live um, in subterranean darkness. Their eyes are designed to see like heat signatures. Essentially. Yeah, and elves are. I mean, they're kind of the classic. Just think Lord of the Rings elves, kind of Legolas. Um, Imagine Legolas yeah, running around. And, that and those you have it. But this this the title character elf is not evil, and he actually saves right. people and. and the 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 prequel goes into this detail. He goes to kill this child. They go to kill this whole camp, and he saves a child. And he's like, "I wasn't supposed to do that. What's wrong with me? Oh, mm-hmm. I'm not evil." And he, but yeah, he comes yeah. to the surface world, and in the third book, and this is where like it kind of hits you over the head a little bit, but it also works really well. He is tutored by a blind druid. Yeah. So because you know, he, he can't see color, his race. right? But, yeah. but I, I love the exactly. whole thing. As soon as he goes to the surface and he's trying to interact with people, everyone hates him. Like they're yep. scared of him. They run away yep. from him because they cross the street when he's walking down the Correct. street. Correct. Because uh, in the in the like in popular culture, uh, dark elves are like charcoal skin and white hair mm-hmm. and like red eyes and all this stuff. And he has purple eyes. That's what right. sets him apart. And he finds out all kinds of things and it's it's phenomenal so I, I read Brian got me the, the the prequel trilogy which is phenomenal reading uh, for anyone and then I what's that trilogy called do we know uh, yeah hold on yeah Brian's gonna uh, look at a uh, shelf looking yeah. full of these books well the first one is called Homeland okay just the first one's called Homeland yeah yeah so go well, by what's Homeland what's the series called The Legend of Drizzt yeah The okay. Le- Legend of Drizzt um, but yeah, but I I, re- I bought like the next three books, like the Crystal Shard and something. And that else. was the but original. Like, those are the original R S. Yeah. And that's very much more of just like the D and D classic, like these guys go on an adventure together. There's I believe twelve books in the whole series, and then there's a bunch of like offshoot trilogies that he does with the same character. Because and he, again, and then he recently wrote another Drist book. He's still writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he yeah. writes like forty books a year. Yeah, and <laughs> he's still best sell New York Times bestseller, but. Uh, what, what I mean is he recently wrote a new Drist book like just last year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's he was still writing. Yeah. yeah, he's no, still he writing wrote the character. A new Drist book this week. <laughs> <laughs> he is the opposite of George R. R. Martin. I mean, seriously, this dude, R.A. Salvatore, he writes everything. Yeah. Right. He uh it, it, but again, it's it's very well done and I think it would be um I I personally would love to see the the prequel done as a trilogy dude. film. Yeah. But even if it was an animated series, I would still watch the shit out of it. I just think it's such an interesting, it's what got me into D and D in the beginning. I was always yeah. into like fantasy stuff and that's why I picked up the novels and everything. And then I just dove headfirst into that whole subculture and mm-hmm. haven't turned back. So it's awesome. Yeah. I recommend, yeah. Homeland go out buy it. It's not a hard, like it's no, not a George R. R. Martin. That's why I love his books are so easy to follow. I read it in like two weeks. Yeah. I finished that entire trilogy <laughs> book in like two, like a couple weeks. Yeah. So, so it, it took insane. you twice as long to read it as it took him to write it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But that's because I only read a chapter a night or something. But uh, but yeah, go go check it out. And that's, I think, yeah, that would be my Mm -hmm. choice. But uh, any last words, fellas? We're at at time. That's why I'm saying that. Farts. Butts, farts. I guess I'll do education. (laughs) That's my last word. Uh, Where can people find us, Brennan? Uh, They can find us on Twitter at, I think it's just Debates on Tap, Uh at Debates on Tap. Uh, they can find us on Gmail at debatesonfans at gmail.com. You can email us, email us or tweet us your opinions on new IPs or different things like that that you would love to see as movies or TV shows. Uh, and on Instagram, it's debates on pictures, and you can find us there. Uh, and then as well as please subscribe, like, rate us on iTunes or SoundCloud or whatever you listen to podcasts on, and we'll be back next week. So thanks for listening. Bye.